What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies. And the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus. So if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews. So check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Yorgos Katouris, who's the co-founder of Screen Break. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me. Everything fine, considering the circumstances. Awesome. Yeah, glad, glad, glad to hear it. Well, I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're doing here with Screen Break. For people that haven't heard of it, you know, what are you working on here? What's Screen Break? So Screen screen Break practically re-engineers web content into print-first layouts. So essentially, it's for everyone who wants to keep consuming online content, but uh, change the consumption medium. So I would say it's for all those read-later articles that you never read, actually. So can you kind of walk me through how this would work? You know, I'm someone that reads a lot of newsletters. I read articles online, and you're you're saying take that offline. Um, Can you kind of walk me through how how you do that? Perfect. So the technology that we are working, we have a web application as well as a browser extension. So you need first to download our browser extension. Right now we are live in Chrome and Firefox and Edge and soon we'll be on Safari as well. So when you download that and whenever you are in an article that you would like to be transformed into a print first layout, you just use our browser extension. And when you do that, um, this article is stored archived in our web application. So when you visit the web application, you can practically download it and print it at home, for example, or you can also bundle up different articles and create collections of articles and then download them and maybe print them also in a, in a single, uh, you know, like a single uh, format, like uh, in a collection format. And from there, you can also go ahead and uh, order a physical paperback. So what we are building actually is production ready in terms of printing. So you can practically add a couple of articles, how many you like, and then order a physical paperback be delivered to your door. I'd love to hear a little bit about, you know, why did you want to start this? Or in other words, what's the origin story here? Yeah. So um, during lockdown in March, the first lockdown, I was super into finance reading. So there's a ton of very interesting content especially given what was going on at the time, live content, live commentary, and, um, you know, everything lives online. So I tried to read all of this content. And to be honest, I was consistently failing to complete, uh, you know, like my reading and my focus was always compromised. So it wasn't really working. So I started thinking, how cool would it be if all this content could be in some way uh, transformed and you know, be able to have it in a book format and just read it at the park across uh, my house. 
So I started delving a little bit into that and see, you know, is this possible? Is there any tool out there? How I could possibly do it? And I couldn't really find something that could really automate the process. So I started trying to do it myself. So the, I, I would say for anyone that has already tried that, it's a very tedious um, process. So then I started thinking myself how we could, um, you know, scale it, do it faster, because there's a lot of little details that need um, to happen in order for this to materialize. So I have I had a couple of ideas and then I talked with my co-founder, Nikos, who is, uh, has a tech background. I don't have a tech background. So we started brainstorming and a little bit pitching from my side, like how he could be involved, how we could do this, what technologies we could use, how we can pretty much go from a browser extension to have a paperback delivered to your door in an automatic fashion, like no a human involved in any step of the process. So there was a, you know, quite some time in terms of figuring out um, the architecture and how we could do it. And uh, at some point we were fully on board that uh, it would be really interesting to try and solve this very, very complex uh, issue. It sounds, you know, a little bit easier on the surface, but uh, if you think about the vastness of the internet, it's, you know, it's quite complicated to consistently execute this uh, and practically bring a very nice reading experience as the end output. So you like, I think this is, you know, pretty, pretty powerful. Um, I'm kind of curious, is there, uh, you know, a, a type type of, uh, are you kind of opinionated on the type of things people read or is it really uh, your kind of a platform and then people can, you know, decide to, to take things offline, whatever they want. Um, so I guess my question is, are you like niche and you like pick certain industries or are you kind of agnostic to whatever people want to read? Uh, I, I would say we're agnostic in general, at least in terms of industries, but definitely we're at least for the time being uh, our uh, technology, you know, like serves best is long form and text heavy content. So you would think all the long form articles that you can find online, a lot of blogs that, uh, you know, like, and obviously we want to be, I think it makes more sense to transform in paper things, uh, you know, that it's quite heavy in terms of as a read and, um, you know, that you need, you need a different medium uh, if you want to be really focused and actually power read. So, I, I mean, on the backbone of what we are building, there's also two things that uh, as we were thinking about this uh, uh, project um, stood out um, in terms of what we're trying to solve. Uh, so one thing was obviously excessive screen time. So I think everyone is a little bit guilty of spending too much screen time. Uh, and the second thing, and I would say maybe even more important is the diminishing attention spans. Um, there's so much content online that it's really worth reading, but unfortunately it seems that all the devices and internet itself is built in a way that wants to compromise your attention. So in, in that process also, we start thinking that paper um, with century old addition has some inherent characteristics um, that supports this vision. It's obviously off screen and also as a medium is, um, you know, there's no uh, you know, notification, nothing that can uh, take your attention out of what you are reading. So I would, um, I would expect that in terms of what's happening, in terms of our user is, you know, a lot of quality long-form content to start off.
And if you were to kind of look out, you know, you, you're doing your day-to-day stuff, you're, you're getting customers, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of, you're doing the do, but if you were to look out and zoom out on a high level, what do you think this could look like in five years, 10 years, 15 years, or I guess, in other words, what's the big vision, you know, if, if this all works out? Yeah. I mean, given the complexity and how many things on the tech surface we need to solve and do it consistently right, I would say in the midterm, like five years time, I would say get our tech where we want to be. So everyone consistently, you know, very fast, very accurately converts a vast majority of what's on the web into, um, you know, an ideal reading experience. So that's, I would say, the midterm. On the longer term, I think um, what we are looking at is... um, a platform, maybe social, maybe marketplace that go that revolves around knowledge. I think on, a gra- on the grand scheme of things, what we want to achieve is actually enable people to properly read, to actually read, to do the type of reading that you would do at school, the type of reading that the material that you actually want to read deserves. So I think 10 years, 15 years down the road, while we don't really want to discuss that too much in the sense that we want to keep focused on getting things done right now and getting people, getting traction, getting more people involved, I would think about something that goes around a knowledge uh, social platform. But, you know, it's a little bit wide, a little bit, you know, like, but this is how we look at it right now. And then to make that happen uh, and to make it come to life, you'll need some help, right? Uh, so, so my question is, how can the forward-thinking founders community, you know, help out? Are, are you looking for, you know, users or readers looking for, you know, uh, people to work for you, looking for investors? How can we assist? Yeah, I mean, on, on the first hand, definitely we're looking for users and trying to understand a little bit um, how they can utilize, because we have already seen different ways that our current users utilize screen break. So it's really interesting, um, you know, to know. So for the community, obviously, if they want, you know, to join screen break, they can uh, find us at myscreenbreak.com, download our extension and play around. Obviously, talking to us would be the perfect thing for us, just trying to understand what is powerful and more useful uh, for them. So this is how, what we're focusing right now, actually, talking to our real community and trying to understand the ways that we can support them best. On top of that, Obviously, by the end of this beta version that we are running right now until the end of the year, we would be looking for a seed investment to practically be able to hire, um, you know, for developers mainly and marketing budget, but mostly for developers in order to be able um, to materialize the vision that we have on the tech side, which is extremely demanding. So that's how we are focusing right now, our workload. And then for my last question, if someone wanted to find you online um, or give this a shot uh, or get in touch, you know, how can they do that? Um, can you um, kind of share your, 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 excuse me, your URL, Twitter, email, how can someone get in touch? Yeah. So they can obviously find us on our website at myscreenbreak.com. Uh, they can um, uh, send us an email, straight email at hello at myscreenbreak.com. We are not super active in social, but they can find on Twitter at ScreenBreak2 and, you know, obviously Facebook. But I think for the community, the best thing is to just call the mailers and tell us their thoughts, tell us how they can, how we can help them and, you know, get going from there. 
Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on to the podcast. I think what you're doing here is really interesting, you know, in a world where everything is digital. I think people